Welcome to the It Gets Easier podcast. My name's Heather, and I'm a licensed clinical mental health counselor that also has anxiety and panic attacks. I'm super passionate about helping people work through the struggles that come with having mental illness. In this podcast, I'll be talking about some of my own experiences with mental health, as well as some tools, tips, and tricks that I've learned to help not only myself, but some of the clients I've worked with. So if you're ready for some real talk about mental health that's going to help you feel a little less alone in this crazy world, then let's get to it. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 18 of the It Gets Easier podcast. Yeah, you heard me right. Episode 18, meaning we are two episodes away from episode 20. Like what? That's insane. (laughs) I remember when I first started the podcast being like, I don't know how I'm even going to make like an episode, like who's going to want to hear me talk, but yet here I am to almost 20 episodes. Like that's crazy. So enough about that. What I want to talk about today is overstimulation. And this is something that I feel like I get a lot. And this I think stems from not just my anxiety, but also from my ADHD. So basically what overstimulation is for those that don't know is basically overstimulation or it can be known as sensory overload. It's when your senses are just completely overloaded with information and makes it difficult or sometimes near impossible to fully process the information you're receiving. A lot of times what that can look like is just you've got so much going on in your mind, especially with ADHD. This is very common. It's essentially where your mind just has so much going on in it and it's just it can't take any more information. It's like think of it as like you have this plate in front of you and your plate has all this stuff on it and then the overstimulation starts when you keep trying to add stuff to that plate and it's like starting to fall off the plate. Does that mean like you know what I mean? Like, that's what overstimulation is. You can't fit any more onto this plate. This plate is just overloaded. So it basically just, like, freezes. It can make you feel uncomfortable. It can make you feel physical symptoms, emotional symptoms. Basically, it just makes you become very discomfortable. That's probably the best way to put it. So what are some signs, symptoms of overstimulation? Be like, and it can be... In many different forms, many different ranges can be from mild to severe, depending on the person. It can the length of the exposure, the length of the overstimulation, or even the type of it can depend on each person. Each person, there's not one size fits all that's going to be what overstimulation looks like in each person, but there are different signs and things that you can look out for in yourself and other people. Some of them can be an inability to ignore loud sounds, strong smells, or other sensory information. Like, for example, when there's a siren outside, you may jump or clasp your hands over your ears just because there's, like, it's too much going on. It can be a loss of focus. Like, when you're trying to do your homework and you're just hearing, like, maybe you hear music in the background or maybe you hear TV on or maybe you hear these different things, you can't focus. You're trying to do something, you just can't focus. It can be feeling overwhelmed, agitated, irritable, all three at the same time. It can be feelings of anxiety, whether it be restlessness, like unable to sit still, uncontrollable worry, negative thoughts on a cycle, like I can't do this, I'm terrible, I suck, those type of thoughts. It can just be a general sense of discomfort, just being like, oh, I don't like how I'm feeling right now, just like, yeah. It can be extreme sensitivity to certain types of textures or clothing. Like for me, I don't know why, but I have a very weird thing with velvet. 
I don't like the feel of it. Especially when I'm frustrated. Like, feeling velvet just, like, just thinking about it now just makes me, like, all freaky. But I, that may not necessarily be overstimulation. That just made me, me be more of, like, a sensory thing for me. But anyways, you may have, so have difficulties with sleeping, digestive distress, eye strain, heart palpitations, lightheadedness, all those fun things. For some, overstimulation can be something that can come on very gradually, whereas other people, it can come on without you even realizing it. And others, like I said, happens all at once. So what I want to go into next is why does overstimulation happen in ADHD? If you have ADHD, either with or without sensory issues, your brain can be more vulnerable to reaching that point of overstimulation simply because of the way its attentional processes work. One of the core things with ADHD is the inattention, which me to a T. This often can be like struggling to pay attention um, to, like, tasks that you're trying to do. It can, like, that type of stuff. It's often referred to as poor attentional control or, like, impaired ability to filter irrelevant information and inputs. It's, like, all that. So that impaired, impaired filter may be the underlying issue that makes people with ADHD vulnerable to overstimulation. Basically, your brain is paying attention to everything all at once. It can't just focus on one thing. It's like it hears that noise in the background. It sees that thing in front of you. It hears the people talking over there. It just It can't cycle out any of that. So it just hears everything and then your brain's hearing all of that stuff. And then it's just like overloaded and then it becomes like too much to handle which for me that's what happens to me when I tend to get in big crowds is I like whether it be big crowds or like at parties or different things like whenever I'm in big crowds like that I get overstimulated very quickly and a lot of times what that happens is like I can hear all the music I can especially I found it happens a lot when there's loud noises or a lot of people in a room talking it just like I get very very anxious I get very like overstimulated just hearing all of it and like my mind like tends to I think go along with like I said it tunes into all of the conversations all at once and then it feels like there's 3,000 people in my head like pounding and it's just it's a lot to handle (laughs) so with saying that what do you do to calm this overstimulation there are a lot of things you can do which I'm kind of like, I've done some research besides things that I do, but also looking up other things that people have used. Something that I tend to do is just very simply just removing myself from the situation that's causing the overstimulation. Whether that be like if I'm in in a big room of people, if I can't go home, maybe I'm just like going outside of the room for a little bit. Like me, whether it be physically like going outside or maybe like going to a different room just to calm down, just to get more quiet, allowing my mind to kind of reprocess, to like regroup. Because when there's so much going on, your brain needs time to just calm down and just process everything that just was going on. I think that's another thing that's important with overstimulation too is... Once you know kind of what your triggers to overstimulation are, are like knowing when you need to take a break, knowing like different ways to kind of prevent it. 
there's some things you can do to kind of like calm your mind, whether it be a listening to favorite music, maybe you have a pet that you have when you're at home, whether it be taking a walk, maybe calling a friend for a quick chat, maybe writing in a journal. I think a lot of it just kind of depends on what works for you. You could do like a meditation, you could do some deep breathing. There's many different things. It's just kind of like I said, depends on what you want to do and what works for you. There is kind of, like I said, gaining awareness. Educate yourself on like ADHD, on sensory issues, on hypersensitivity. It can be like helping you to understand what those things are. Educating yourself on those things can really help you have a better understanding of what they are and then understanding like why they're happening to figure out how to deal with them better, if that makes sense. Another thing you can do is... When you're feeling overstimulated, if you're around people that you feel comfortable talking to, let them know you're feeling overstimulated. Let them know like if there's anything they can do. Maybe you need a drink of water. Maybe you need to go to the bathroom. Like letting them know what you need can be so incredibly important. I remember there was at one point when my anxiety was, I was feeling overstimulated. I was just like, I need to get out of the room. So... In the beginning, like, I just went outside. Like, I think my grandma was with me. And we just, like, went outside. I think we were at a restaurant. We went out to, like, we were at a restaurant with family. And I was like, I just need to, like, get out of the situation right now. So I, like, went outside and we kind of just talked. And I was, like, a lot better. And then I remember there was another time when I was at the Empower Her Live. It was, like, the first we were there. I had been, on like, traveling all day. I was tired. I was just... We had just been at, like, the big opening night party. Like, I had been mingling with people, and I was getting a migraine, and I was just, like, there was so much going on. And then some of the girls, I was like, I'm going to be social. So I went out to a restaurant with them, and I was at the restaurant for, I believe, 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, and I turned to my roommate that I was with at the time, was just like... I need to go back to the room. Like, I'm just feeling overstimulated, overtired, and I just need to go back for me. And so I went back to the room and had my quiet time. And the thing is, I felt comfortable sharing. And I think it was important to share with them so they're not thinking, like, why is she leaving? Like, does she not like us? (laughs) Type thing. And I was like, no, like, I'm just really overstimulated. I'm just, there's a lot going on. And I just need to take care of myself. And I found that I was super nervous to tell people. And then the next day when I saw them again, they were all like, I'm so glad you did that. Like you, like you have to take care of yourself. And a lot of times the things you worry about, people are going to support you. And I was really nice to hear that people weren't like, oh, like, why did you leave? Like, like that, like they were very much like, I'm glad you took the time to take care of yourself because it's very, very important. Like I said, it's important to share with people what also your sensitivities are. Like if you know that loud noises are a sensitivity to you, if you know loud noises overstimulate you, if you know being in rooms with lots of people overstimulate you, like letting people know that ahead of time so they can be aware of like maybe if you start acting weird but you're too afraid to say anything that those people can pick up on it and be like, hey, why don't we just go take a break for a little bit or why don't we do this? I think it's really important to let people, the people around you know what's going on. Like I said, to keep aware of it. Do, like I said, the leading healthy lifestyle, you hear that all the time. I'm not going to get into that, but like basically eating healthy, making sure you're getting enough rest, mindfulness, all that good stuff. 
Finding support. Like I said, finding support is another thing. Like if you get overstimulated a lot, it definitely is probably a very good thing for you to go see a therapist. Go talk to somebody because they can also help you gain more tools as well. And maybe help you find awareness and get education on why you're getting so overstimulated. There's so many things that you can do. I guess it kind of depends on like, like the article I'm looking at has a lot for like, there's different things like maybe if you're overstimulated or hypersensitive to touch, they say you can wear like non-itch fabric and non-itch fabrics, tagless, seamless clothes. I know that is one thing for me. Like, I don't like wearing certain, like, clothing with, like, the itchy tags. Like, it really, really bothers me. So, I try to find clothes that don't have them. Or just remove the tag altogether. Like, let me see. It says, try on clothes while shopping or from your own closet and pay attention to how you feel. Is the item too constricting? Does it itch in some places? What kind of fabrics feel most comfortable to you? Put back or toss out items that are going to cause trouble. Okay, so if you're like overstimulated with sound, it says you like you can use a white noise machine, a roaring out fan to block out distracting or annoying noises at home or in the workplace. That's one thing I have to do when I'm at work is sometimes like the people I work with I love, but sometimes we can get really loud and it's like if I'm trying to work or do something, like I have to put my headphones in and just like zone into my computer. Otherwise I get overstimulated and just like I can't focus so I have to do that for myself so again that's another thing you can do is if you're trying to do like work or something put some headphones in like put on like some light music putting on whatever like I just usually can listen to whatever type of music and that tends to like help me zone back in because if I hear other conversations going on I get distracted or I just get like I can't focus because there's too much talking going on Another thing you can do for sound, like, if the place you're in, if you're able to, go find another location or take a break or just find another place, like I said before, finding another place outside of where you're at. Like, maybe if you're in a triggering situation where you're getting overstimulated, maybe like a family reunion or a family event, taking yourself, taking a break to maybe another part of the house, going outside to remove yourself from the situation that's overstimulating you can be really, really helpful. Maybe it involves, depending what place in your overstimulation, maybe it's avoiding cafes, avoiding other noisy public places, maybe going in different hours, like maybe not going when the store's super busy, and doing things like that. For smell, I am really, really bad with smells. Like, I will tell people at work, like, super strong perfumes, super strong things, like, I physically don't can't be around them not because I'm allergic or anything but if I hear really or not here if I smell really strong smells for a while I start to get headaches and then like the headaches become overwhelming and overstimulate causes like that and just it's not good so I try to tell people like please don't do strong scents around me and again people are usually very receptive so just let people know what your sensitivities are and people are more open to help you. Whether it's if you're just like, I don't like that. And you're like, okay. Like, <laughs> you have to let people know, like, this is why I don't want, I don't like to be around this. Um, For emotions, like, being aware of situations that are going to trigger your strong emotions. And kind of, like, either removing yourself from them, anticipate, or, like, try to avoid them. 
taking note of context, do your emotions seem more heightened during a specific time of day, before or after taking, if you take medication on an empty stomach, when you've had a sleepless night. Like I said, that's one thing I know for me. I've, I can get overstimulated a lot easier when I'm overtired or when I haven't gotten enough sleep. That's one thing I know for me. That's like a check mark for me. Like if I haven't slept enough, I know I'm probably not going to have a great day the next day because I didn't get enough sleep. Learning to identify your physical responses that accompany emotions. Like does your heart race? Does your chest tighten? Do you clench your fist or jaw? That is one thing I've noticed more recently is that I clench my jaw. Did not realize that until like I notice when I'm super stressed. I'll wake up in the morning with like my jaw hurting because I do have TMJ. But I notice that my jaw, I, I tend to grind my teeth when I'm stressed out. And then I have like mouth pain and then it's a whole thing and it's not great. One thing I think is super important for every any person is the next thing on here is giving yourself timeouts. Physically removing yourself from situations when tensions are running high. I think that's super, super important. If you're feeling overstimulated, if you're feeling over-emotional, remove yourself from the situation and give yourself time to calm down and then get back to whatever you need to do. I think the last one here is practicing self-compassion. It's no good to beat yourself up if you lose control. Everyone does it from time to time. Apologize when needed and move on. This way you'll also model self-acceptance and self-forgiveness to those around you. I think this one's so incredibly important. I think it's something that people don't do a lot. Like, you have to give yourself self-compassion. I always say, like, and I do struggle with this, is treating yourself like you would treat your friends. If you saw your friends beating themselves up the way that you beat yourself up, like, what would you do? You're not going to let your friend beat themselves up that way. So why do we let ourselves treat ourselves that way? You know what I mean? Like when you're putting yourself down or you're telling yourself you're not good enough or you're like beating yourself up, why do we let ourselves beat ourselves up? Like you wouldn't let your friend beat your, beat themselves up, so why do we let ourselves beat ourselves up? I feel like that could be a whole other episode, so if you want to hear that episode, <laughs> let me know. So that is what I have. A feeling overstimulated, I think, especially with the holidays just passing, I think people get a lot of overstimulation during the holidays there's a lot of overstimulation with the weather, different things, but I hope this is helpful. If you would like to hear more about overstimulation, I'm going to plan on doing more ADHD type things as well, but let me know what you want to hear. Let me know what you thought of the episode, and until the next one, thank you for listening, and I will talk to you soon. Bye! Thank you so freaking much for listening. If you connected with any part of the episode today, I would love it if you shared it on your Instagram story. Also, make sure to tag me in it so I can thank you for sharing and showing the podcast some love. I am so incredibly grateful for you allowing me to be a part of your daily routine. So until next time, remember, it gets easier.